This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bedside Podcast. I'm excited to bring a quickie to you this week, one that has been highly requested and one that I think is going to be very important as we enter this holiday season, and that is all about our survival guide to the holidays. Now, I know the holidays can be such an incredible time. I love them. I love all the traditions and all of the fun things that we get to do around this time of year. I love the coziness. There's so much goodness in this time of year, but also I think the elephant in the room here that no one really frequently talks about that much is the tough family dynamics, the tough relationship dynamics, the sensitivities that come around the holidays. So Amanda and I decided to come together and create a bit of a survival guide for all of you around this because we really feel that we've experienced it all in these circumstances and want to give you the best tips and advice around how to handle the holidays this season and get through unscathed. So you'll hear how Amanda and I are each celebrating our holidays, tips around how to bring a partner, a new partner into a dynamic, how to really allocate for your time and advocate for your energy, whether you're going home, whether or not you're going home, and how to set realistic expectations between different family members. So this was so great. It was really expansive for me. It made me feel like I was empowered in my own decision making and so i hope that you feel this way too so whether you're going home whether you're not seeing family whether you're seeing family in a boundaried way this episode is going to make you feel really good about your next steps forward so i hope you have an incredible holiday i hope that this serves you well i hope this gets you excited for the holiday season to come and with that said let's get into this quickie with amanda All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another Quickies. I've got Amanda Blair here. We've got an amazing episode lined up for you. Hi, Amanda. Hi. So happy to be here. Amanda was just telling me that she got into grad school. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to be getting um, my marriage and family therapist license, and I want to work primarily with couples. I still want to work with individuals because I think that's helpful, obviously, but couples is like where I've always kind of wanted to go and like one of my main passions. Yes. I'm so excited for you. And yeah, we'll we'll obviously keep everybody posted on Amanda's fun journey. But we're really excited to come to you today with this episode. As we all know, the holidays are such an exciting time, but it also can be a very tumultuous time. So <laughs> I, we figured we'd kind of come here with 
a sort of holiday survival kit, if you will, like a holidays 101 around just the different energetics and how Amanda and I led our own way of celebrating and doing the holidays for ourselves and how it works for us, starting new traditions and even getting into just how to cope with family dynamics and just the minor or major stressors of what the holidays can be. So we're excited to bring you this episode. So I guess right off the bat, Amanda, what are you what are you doing for the holidays? Well, this year is Zach and I's first year spending the holidays together, which is, you know, something that he was really adamant about kind of early on into our relationship. We have plans now on Christmas Eve, we are going to be spending, hopefully my mom is going to come up on Christmas Eve morning to hang out with me and Zach and like exchange gifts. I'm also pretty holding a very firm boundary with her. I'm like, I have flown or driven to you since I was 18 for the holidays. You can fucking come to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I, I moved to Oregon. You're driving to me. Um, so I am not going to her. So I'm like, if you don't want to come up, then you're not seeing me. And like, that's on you. Um, so I'm being very strong on my boundaries there, but we are going to be spending Christmas Eve dinner with Zach's family. His sister is hosting and like Christmas morning, he and his kid and his ex are going to have original three kind of Christmas morning time. I think that's very important for his kid to have that, to have like those continued memories where he still gets both his parents. We're all like really aligned on that. That feels really good for me. So, you know, I'll get like my little Christmas morning tradition of, making myself French toast and like watching a Christmas movie and you know just kind of like relaxing probably taking a bath actually 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 hold up hot tip for those of you who live in smaller places which I don't anymore but we just we're getting tomorrow um an inflatable hot tub from Costco so I will be in the hot tub on Christmas morning with my tea like living that life Okay. We need, I'm holding you accountable right now. We need a selfie on your oh, stories. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Okay, for great. Sure. Like I will be great, great, great. that hot tub just like living life. And then once they've sort of had their morning, I will go over and I will spend Christmas early afternoon with them opening gifts and doing all of that. That's like our larger family unit, his ex and his kid and us and Christmas night. I hope it's just Zach and I coming back to open gifts. We're not going to open our gifts with anyone else. That's going to be like our personal little thing. So whenever we're done with family, we'll come home and open gifts and get back in that hot tub and relax. (laughs) I'm really excited about the hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) I just like love that you brought that up because (laughs) I feel like it's unspoken. We've never talked about this, but I'm like, I am a Costco girly. Like we are Costco. I just got a membership for this hot tub, but it is incredible. Like it's five hundred dollars. First of all, hot tubs are like three thousand dollars. Okay, yeah, and it's the same, and it's the same. Like you plug it in, and it heats up, and it's always heated, and it's like barely any maintenance. There's no seating in it, in that you're like, but it has like cushions, so you're just kind of down, but you're like submerged. There's that's the word, and there's jets. Like it's awesome. I like need to look this up right now. You I do am- because you can fit it in your little back, like in your little backyard area. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah, it's a game changer. Yeah, it's a game changer. exactly. <laughs> 
what are you doing for the holidays? So it's interesting because I feel like everything kind of shifted during the pandemic. So when we moved out here in 2020, it just it was like we had just come here in the fall. We drove out here because taking airplanes was still sketchy at the time. We kind of had just left family and we were like, we are going to do our thing here. We're not going to get on a plane and fly back. So honestly, ever since we've maintained the tradition of staying here at our house, which has been so amazing. It's been, it was so incredible to just be with my partner. And last year, my family actually flew in and spent Christmas with us here. Um, but this year, they're staying on the East Coast because other families coming into my childhood home. But we still decided we were like, we're going to stay at our place. And it was kind of something that we were a little apprehensive to tell everybody because it kind of felt like there wasn't like a quote unquote excuse like there had been for the past couple years. But no, we we just were like, we have a few different blended family dynamics that we just wanted to put some boundaries around and full transparency. We were like, we don't get that much time off. And instead of doing like a grand tour of the United States to kind of make everybody happy, we were like, we just want to hang out here for a good week and a half and like do all the things that we've been wanting to do, like organize the closets and like, you know. Totally. Oh my God. So many house projects. Yeah. So many house projects. So I'm I'm really excited, um, but it was definitely and and all the respective families took it really well. But it I don't know. There's there's still some underlying like oh we we really wish you were here, um, and I think we've just had to kind of be like very firm in our in our firm but loving in in our stance. <laughs> I think that's an important thing, you know, for holidays. There's a lot of obligation, yeah, that can come around with holidays. A lot of guilt that can come around with holidays. We have to learn. I got the saying from Glennon Doyle, we have to learn how to disappoint everyone else so we don't disappoint ourselves. Actually, this leads me to what I wanted to bring up about Harry and Meghan, the documentary. Yes, I want to talk about it. I'm talking about it online and I want to talk about it. Yeah, we're talking about it. But that can hurt people's feelings and that's okay, Uh, which was a comment that I was hearing a lot around that documentary. It's like, well... They're saying things and they're like hurting their family's feelings. And I'm like, so? Right. I think there's being intentionally cruel and there's being kind. Kind is not being nice. Nice is people pleasing. Nice is shutting down your needs. Nice is not communicating boundaries. Nice is codependency a lot of the time. Kind is communicating clearly your needs, your feelings, and your boundaries directly and honestly. Not everyone isn't going to agree about that. Not everyone is going to like that. That's okay. We can hurt each other's feelings. And that is not being cruel. Cruelty is shaming someone, judging, you know, throwing judgment on them, or, you know, physically, emotionally assaulting them, manipulating them, being abusive in some way. And being, you know, kindly communicating. Those are two very different things. And it's okay if someone has their feelings hurt, right? Like if your mom had her feelings hurt because you're not wanting to go home for the holidays, that's okay. You don't need to change what you're doing in order to manage that feeling for her. She's allowed to have that feeling. She's allowed to work through that with her. And if she needs to communicate, she can, right? We don't need to manage other people's feelings. Um, And I think it's a real detriment that we think we do and that we are trying to minimize 
what we need to speak up about in order to not face that uncomfortable feeling, right? I'm not promoting cruelty. I am promoting kindness over being nice. We all need to break up with being nice. I I want to take that quote and run with it. We all need to break up with being nice. (laughs) We do. It's so silly. Like this idea, because niceness is, again, it's like people pleasing. I'll like diminish. I'll be small. Like, so, you know, everyone's going to be comfortable. Fuck that. What does that do? That just creates resentment. That just creates unhealthy dynamics and toxicity usually. And if we can communicate clearly, honestly, directly, again, kind, there's opportunity for more intimacy inside our relationships with family. There's opportunity to not have resentment, to not feel like Ugh, it's the holidays and I have to deal with everyone. If we start communicating in a way that, you know, is actually representative of who we are, that will take time in order to shift like larger dynamics. And sometimes that's not available because it is unsafe to do that, in which case, you know, keep yourself protected. But if that is available, I think it is worth the while. Yeah, absolutely. And like what you kind of brought up about guilt and of course, like letting people sit with their own disappointment, a conversation that really helped my partner and I stay in our, what we wanted and kind of stay in our truth was we realized that we're dealing with so many different parental dynamics between also different divorces and remarriages, we were like, there's a lot of people who aren't going to get their way. And it's always going to be that way. Like there's always going to be someone, unless everybody wants to come together, like there's always going to be someone who's going to have to just learn how to sit with their disappointment. And it's also on us to make sure to, you know, at some point, throughout the year to make sure everybody feels like loved, heard, understood. You know, we want to make sure we're giving like equal time to everybody, but it doesn't all need to happen at the same time. And I think there's, there was like a lot of pressure for a moment being like, oh my gosh, we need to appease everybody during this very specific time of year. But then we were like, wait, there's no way that we can do that without absolutely, like you said a moment ago, depleting ourselves, you know, like completely draining ourselves and we were like okay we have to protect that that's the most sacred and then from there everybody else comes in and so yeah it it was kind of learning to like manage some of those comments of I don't know people being like oh well I never not went home to see my family and we were like oh well you know (laughs) also I think you know passive aggressive things call it out yeah hey when you say that what I'm hearing is this are you feeling something? I would prefer you communicate that directly. Call it out. Like we don't have to just go with unhealthy patterns because they're there, right? And because it makes everyone comfortable. Let's 2023, as we start edging closer to there, break up with being nice one. Two, let's just be okay with things being uncomfortable sometimes. This is what I think like holiday survival guide. Okay, this is what mine would be. This would be in my toolkit. Well, this already is in my toolkit. Figure out what you want. What is like your ultimate holiday season look like? No matter what, even if it's like I'm alone and I'm in a diner or I'm alone and I'm like watching movies and I'm ordering in, you know, whatever kind of food and not cooking or whatever. Like, what is your ideal? If you're solo, obviously, I encourage you to follow as much of that as you can. And the second part of that would be Boundaries, 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 boundaries. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Clearly, honestly, directly, right? Kindly. If you have a partner, have them do that too. And where can you meet in the middle on a lot of those things? How can you guys have both of your needs being met? That sometimes needs to be more creative 
And sometimes, you know, it's going to be easier, but like meet in the middle on those things about where you can and then boundaries, 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 boundaries. Yeah. I love that so much. And I like what you're saying about like, what, what do you want from it? In a way, it's almost like, you know, how can like what is the meaning that you want to derive from the holidays for yourself what like what is that ideal experience and how can you make that happen in some way and like you're saying like maybe it does involve creativity and compromise but like what how are you going to get the most out of what you need and I think with compromise what's important to understand there is compromise doesn't mean you diminishing your needs for someone else's Right. Like you don't have to go to Uncle Joe's Christmas party. No, that's not compromise. So, okay. Okay. So let's say for you and your partner, you were like, I want to stay. And he was like, I want to go. But you both had a desire to spend some time together. So what I think is important within that is to determine like, okay, but what is my most important need in this? What is like my most important desire? So like your most important need was I don't want to travel for the holiday. And your partner's was my most important, important need is I want to be with my family. And you guys had a shared desire to spend the holidays together, it would be like, okay, you know, my need is I don't want to travel your need is so would you be open to me staying here, you going for the holiday, and we get to we create our own day that we celebrate like our favorite holiday traditions together. And we, you know, whether that's before you leave or after, but I think it's really important to understand that compromising doesn't mean diminish your needs you still get to express what your needs are and so does your partner and there's a way to meet in the middle there usually if both people are willing to do that I need to tell you about my Saturday night. Usually when I'm staying in, I'm good for putting on a great movie, making some popcorn, doing the thing. But the Mindful Intimacy card game by Wanderlust was hanging out on our coffee table and one of us picked it up and we just started playing the game together. And it turned out to be one of the best Saturday nights we've had in a really long time. Mindful Intimacy card game by Wanderlust is a game for couples to deepen their connection and learn more about each other's desires, explore new adventures in bed. There are over a hundred 38 conversation prompts and action cards based on relationship therapy principles and it's therapist approved. So Wanderlust is offering bedside listeners an exclusive discount to get your hands on the mindful intimacy card game. If you head to wanderlust.co backslash bedside and use the discount code bedside at checkout, it's the only discount they're offering right now on their website. This is totally exclusive. That's wanderlust.co backslash bedside and use the discount code bedside at checkout. Yes, I, I full heartedly agree. I also am curious to know, like, did you ever have any sort of expanders or people that you looked up to or circumstances you looked up to when it came to the holidays? I know that's a very specific question, but like what kind of got you to this place where you're like, oh, like I I feel so confident being in my decision making yeah. around this. To be honest. Like I think people feel a lot of pressure, like they can't make their own decision. Yeah. They absolutely do. To be honest, it was moving to New York and doing my own thing and like just deciding that I wanted, like I spent a couple holidays alone in New York. I spent last year Christmas alone in New York and it was fucking awesome because it was going to be my last Christmas in New York. And I was like, I want to be here. I don't want to be with anyone. I don't, everyone, you know, I had friends that were like, oh, like I'm in town. I was like, cool. I don't want to see you. <laughs> I'm like doing my own thing. It's me and me and that's it. And really having, you know, those early years in New York 
and sort of just being like, okay, well, what makes the holiday special for me? And how do I want to celebrate and just getting the opportunity to do that really tuned me into, oh, I get to do this all the time. And I don't feel guilty about it. Understanding that early, you know, and that was young, I was like 25. Understanding that and giving that to myself gave me a really good platform and foundation to understand that I always get to do that. Now with a partner, we approach it very similarly of like, this is what I want and need. This is what he wants and needs. Luckily, we're very aligned. And there's not a lot of compromise that happens because we're both just like, we want to be together and we want to be with this kid. That's the most important thing. This is my family now. That's our unit. And so like, that's what matters. But I think it's giving yourself permission right? That you're not beholden. If it is something you struggle with, I would really dig into why. Like, where did you learn it? Where did you learn that you have to do things for people? Where did you learn that you have to people please in all of this for you? What What are the woundings around that? What are the limiting beliefs? You know, what are you fearful of happening? Those are all things to dig into to understand and be able to break that down. So you can also give yourself permission, even if that means someone else is going to be disappointed. Yeah, totally. I was really expanded over Thanksgiving because somebody who I recently met out here in LA has family up I think in Northern California or somewhere else. And they were like, for the holidays, they do half day holidays. And he was telling me, he was like, yeah, it was just like a little half day holiday. Was there for a couple hours, came back home. And all of us at the dinner table were like, what wonderful boundaries. Yes, totally. (laughs) Love that. I think that's important too. Like if you are going to... Um, be with family, understand your own parameters. How does that feel healthy for you? Maybe that's like a half day. Maybe that's a day, but no more. Like, what does that mean for you? I I think we just need to give ourselves permission to own ourselves and not just do things out of tradition or because that's the way they've been done. You know that like, well, I never didn't come home for the holidays. Yeah. Well, good for fucking you. That's not how I'm living my life. (laughs) Exactly. 100%. It's understanding your parameters and that you get to have different ones than anyone else. Yeah. And I think I I like that too, because I was trying to think like, okay, well, what if you are home for a couple of days? Like you, you know, let's say you flew across the country or made quite a trek. Get an Airbnb. If it's really triggering to be with your family, don't stay there. Even if that upsets people, fine. You can hold a boundary around that. This is how I want to do this. This is how I feel good. I'm going to get an Airbnb. I will be over during these times. That's when we will visit. Cool. This is not up for discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, also, there's something so humbling about being thrown into your childhood bedroom if you still (laughs) still have one of those lingering around. There's been a lot of evolution here since. And I think some people can feel like very stifled by it. I know I can. I'm like, ooh. Do you have a childhood bedroom still? Well, it's my room. It's been very converted over the years. So it's not like it's kind of another guest room. That's uh, wild. I lost mine like pretty immediately. Yeah, Connor did too. Immediately moved out. His dad was like, great. This is my office now. Take all your stuff. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So my mom like left that house entirely. So it was like, well, that was gone. My mom was telling me she's like one of my best girlfriends from growing up. She said those parents of my mom's best friend kept her childhood bedroom since like the early 80s, like there was still the cord phone. Can you believe that? I was like, that was, oh that's God. wild. 
So anyways, yeah, I love that idea of, of, of an Airbnb or finding a hotel and, and just working around your boundaries. And, and if that's just not the case for you because you've already set your holiday plans and you're not wanting to change them or you just don't feel the need to get an Airbnb, I like the idea of establishing kind of like your own routine for the day. So you at least have some rituals that are going to make you feel like um, you're still doing things on your timeline and in your way. You know, if that means getting up earlier before everybody wakes up because you want to go on your run or your walk or you want to go grab coffee and do like do allow yourself to do your own thing in your own way you know you don't have to be like inundated into everybody's lifestyle I I mean I can speak from my own experience like sometimes everything with my family is like a group effort like everything so (laughs) it's kind of nice to like be able to establish your own yeah take your time absolutely I think that's important you know if you're going to a partner's family, it's really important to get on the same page. And that means, you know, it's really important to have a partner who is supportive and understands and is able to kind of have your back about things. But I think understanding like, what are they wanting from that experience being with their family? Do they have expectations of you? Do their parents? Does the family, how does their family spend the holidays? Also then state like, here's what I want. You know, I want to have, you know, time just with you. Like whether that's in the afternoon or an evening where we have more some one-on-one time or like I'm going to need some unwinding time. I'm going to need to go into the room after we've been hanging out and like disappear for like two hours and like veg out and chill out or whatever. So, you know, it's get out front of it, communicate, 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 you know, ask the questions. What expectations do you have? If any, here's mine. What expectations do your parents have? Those are important things to understand so that there's not resentment being built. If you get out in front of it, then you can like work with it and be like, cool. You know what? Yeah. I feel totally comfortable doing that. Can I have this space, you know, here, would that be okay? How does that feel for you? So it's the more you communicate, the better. That's actually such great advice. I've never really thought of it like that. Um, but that is really, really good advice because that way, even if you kind of can align with your partner being, you know, let's say you need a moment, they're not going to think anything of it or read into it. They're just going to know like, oh, they were just going to go call their own family. You know, whatever you were going to go off and do, there's no question mark or there's no reading in between the lines. Right. And I think it's important too, like if you're you're going to your family with, and your partner's coming with you, and if you know certain things about your partner, try to look out for them, right? Like, I, I know that Zach is super introverted. So am I. And so if he is with new people, that's really exhausting. And so he's going to need time to recharge. He's going to need time to be alone. He needs to have that built in where he knows he can go do that. And no one is going to question or make him feel guilty or like be mad. And so if you understand that, like go into it being like, Hey, I want to make sure you feel comfortable taking this time. I've already told, you know, my family that that'll happen during the day. No one thinks it's weird. Everything's cool. Feel free to like take it when you need it. I'm good. Be preemptive about that kind of stuff too. Yes. Yes. I I love that. I love that you brought up the feeling energized and like being able to kind of carve out your own time there. And there are a lot of expectations to kind of be on all the time around the holidays. So I just like the idea of 
allowing yourself to just, uh, you know, you want to bring your best foot forward. I can't think of how many times, even just in my own social life, I'll have to like be really careful about auditing and making sure when I'm doing what, because I always want to show up feeling like my best self. I don't want to feel like half of myself. So being able to know how much you're able to give and how much time you need to recharge is so great. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, I think people can take that stuff personally, right, which is where expectations come in, right. And we need to understand what our own expectations are, because it can feel really easy to be like, the hell or like, they don't love me because this is happening. And it's I think it's important to understand that and be able to communicate that so that one is just less stressful. And two needs can be met. I think we need to assume that the person we're with wants to meet our needs as we want to meet theirs. Here at Bedside, we're all about building incredible rituals and practices that support our unique sexual wellness routines. I want to be the first to tell you about one of my favorite vulva vaginal care lines, Momotaro Apotheca. I've been using their products for years and I can't tell you enough about them. Momotaro Apotheca is a certified organic and cruelty-free body care line that works gently yet effectively to systematically address symptoms associated with common vulva vaginal issues stemming from infection and general irritation. Between your wildest sexcapades to something as simple as exercising, we all know what it's like to feel irritation down there. And that's where Momotaro Apotheca's suite of plant-based UTI supplements, suppositories, tonics, tinctures, salves, and body oils come in. Momotaro is offering listeners discounted access to their entire product suite. We even have a bedside bundle featuring all of my favorite products. So head to momotaroapotheca.com and use the discount code BEDSIDE to access your next best ritual. That's Momotaro Apotheca dot com discount code bedside m-o-m-o-t-i-r-o apotheca.com discount code bedside completely you know we've kind of addressed how to go into the holidays with a partner but what would you say is some good advice or your tips around managing maybe some of those similar expectations but it comes to maybe more of your immediate family which can be really tricky I find that to Personally, I find that one to be one of the hardest ones to manage. And I think another reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you is because I think a lot of people find specifically around the holidays that that's the hardest time to keep their boundaries in place or be able to advocate for themselves. So how do you manage those sort of expectations? If we're talking about a healthy partnership, you know, we're having those conversations more frequently. A lot of us don't have those same conversations with with family members. Right. I think it's still about the same thing. It's about communication. For me and my mom, I'm not coming down. Here's why. If that means we don't see each other, I'm okay with that. Right. Because that's like my boundary. You know, it's starting with trying to communicate clearly and directly asking questions about expectations. Mom, what do you want for the holidays? If I'm coming home, do you have expectations of me? Are there special activities you want to be doing with me when we're home? What are those? Here's what mine are. Here's what I feel comfortable doing. It's the same thing. It's just being able to, you know, communicate that. And if you have a family member who isn't available to that, then you need to set and understand your own expectations and work really hard on boundaries. Like there, you know, there is no magic pill to make that better. It's understanding your own blocks, limitations around them so that you can do work on them and practicing communicating. Them. I was just about to say it's, it's like practice, practice, practice. Yeah. And, and sitting with disappointing someone and making that uncomfortable, right? If your mom's like, well, my expectation is that you go to 
the neighbor holiday party and you're like, I don't want to do that. Mm, that just is a hard no for me. And if she's disappointed, okay, that's okay. Right. It's all right. And I think too, like just to echo off of that, like kind of letting go of the expectation even on yourself to try and um, do or say it well or perfectly, like like set the, have the conversation with the family. For, for me, I can sometimes trip up being like, okay, well, how, how am I going to say this in the most graceful way, in the most eloquent way? And just sometimes like letting myself off the hook for sometimes maybe not doing it as well quote unquote and then just practice 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 and then it becomes practice, practice, a practice. better muscle and the biggest thing that i can say is go back and correct if you need to yeah go back and correct you're you can always go back and correct hey i said i would do this i don't want to <laughs> yeah it was hard for me to say that it's hard for me to say that now i'm not going to do that we don't have to get it right the first time we can go back and correct i said this i meant this and it's not it's not easy and i it's Partly we want to start setting up relationships in which this is more, it is more comfortable because it's what, that's what we've built it towards. And, you know, the holidays are as good a time as any to like start that work. Um, but like anything, it's going to take time and that's okay. Um, it's having patience with yourself and grace with yourself. And to add a little kind of like asterisk on there too, because I had this experience come up recently and it was a great reminder, ask for support when you need it. I I had a you know I've I've stopped going to therapy on such a consistent basis and I had something come up and I called my therapist for a kind of uh, impromptu session and it was really hard for me I realized to do that because I kind of wanted to be like no I can handle this on my own um, and then I that was one part of me kind of being like I can handle this on my own and then another part of me being like no I I really need the support right now and I was so happy that I went forward with finding support because it just reminded me that I have an entire system around me and I don't always need to be the one bearing or like being the martyr like walking through the fire all the time like no they're there are people, there are friends, there are therapists, there's community around you to support you. So just kind of like a friendly reminder to lean on your support system when you need them. 100%. 100%. Um, I feel like I get busier uh, during December because everyone's like, ah, family. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> oh, yeah, true. And we should just make a little caveat over here that Amanda is are you taking people on are you taking on new clients oh yeah yeah of course i'm always taking clients um and we actually do have a coaching sale going on right now if you use holiday 100 when you book you can get on, on those off your as many sessions as you want and you can book out for january um but yeah i think it's really important to you know some relationships are hard to navigate on your own and that's okay and you can get a third party in there to help you figure out what are my boundaries how can I communicate that, you know, with my clients when I'm helping them set strong boundaries or hard boundaries? I'm like, let's role play that. How would you say that? And, you know, they're like, and I'm like, exactly. Let's talk it out now because this is like super low stakes. Yeah. And and have someone just kind of help you create that. You know, I know we're talking like very generally here, but like if you do want more of that kind of like survival kit, if you will, like, you know, you yeah. can create that with somebody. You have that. I think that's great. You can create like a personalized one with like a therapist, with a coach. Um, with a trusted friend, a mentor, whatever. And that's awesome. Like I'm, you know, this is I'm, when I'm going to go home and this is how I'm going to like navigate these situations that feel really like, Ooh. and you know, this is the person I'm going to call if I need help with doing that. Like, yeah, give yourself that toolkit. That's so important. You know, understand 
what you want, understand situations that might be tricky to navigate, what tools would you use to navigate them? Like set that out now. Yeah, totally. You know, be prepared. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Amanda. I love chatting with you. And I hope that this holiday kit and survival guide 101, whatever we're going to call it, benefits you. And I hope that this at least just kind of helped reframe some of your thoughts around the holidays. As same, 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 same. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> As do I, everything she said. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to leave a five-star review in all of the platforms that you listen to podcasts on, whichever you listen to, leave a five-star review. Let us know your thoughts on the show. Shoot us a DM. We love hearing from you. So have a happy holiday and we'll, we'll catch you in the new year. Woo, bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening. Bye.